Good morning and a very warm welcome to Africa Rise and Shine. This is Channel Africa from an African perspective coming to you live from Johannesburg in South Africa on DSTV's audio bouquet channel 802 and on www.channelafrica.co.za. I'm Lulu Gabu in studio with Anne Lusa, Tabisolo and Figuilimaki. In our top stories on Africa Rise and Shine with Uganda launches trials for locally produced coronavirus drugs and Zimbabwe holds burials for three top leaders who died of COVID-19. In economics news, airlines to introduce travel passes to manage the risk of COVID-19 infections and in sports news, Namibia announces a hockey squad for the Africa Cup of Nations qualifier. But first up the news with Anne Nog 300 Good morning, I'm Anne Moussa. South Africa's first batch of COVID-19 vaccines is set to arrive in the country on Monday. They will be used to immunize frontline in the first phase of the country's vaccine rollout. Government wants to vaccinate at least 40 million South Africans by the end of the year to achieve herd immunity. Health Minister Dr. Zelinki in a virtual media briefing said the flight carrying one million doses from the Serum Institute in India will arrive at the OR Tambo International Airport at a time yet to be announced. We know that the nation has been keenly anticipating the arrival of the batch of vaccines. I'm therefore pleased to announce that the flight carrying the first one million doses will leave India on Sunday, the 31st of January, fly via Dubai and land at OR Tambo International Airport on Monday, the 1st of February 2021, at the time which will confirm closer to the day. The Constitutional Court will this morning hand down judgment in an application to compel former South African to appear before the Commission of Inquiry into State Capture. The Commission brought the application last month. Zuma was expected to appear before the Commission this month and next month to respond to allegations leveled against him. In November last year, former President Zuma walked out of the commission without the chairperson's permission after failing in his speech to have Justice Raymond Zolo recusing himself as the commission's presiding officer. And this had prompted the commission to approach the highest court in the land to compel Zuma to appear before it and to declare his conduct unlawful. And the commission's lawyer advocate Tembe Kanukaito accused Zuma of using delayed tactics. In March, the commission's life, if he runs out the time successfully, Mr. Zuma would have avoided accounting for his alleged criminal behavior. And if the court rules against Zuma, he will have to appear before the commission next month to respond to over 30 witnesses who have implicated him in wrongdoing. Leaders of the Mule ethnic group in South Sudan have demanded that two neighboring communities, the Dinkabur and the Lunur, urgently release nearly 1,000 women and children they accuse of abducting recently. They made 
the demand during an ongoing peace conference taking place in the capital, Juba, the three communities have been engaging in intercommunal conflict for years, often resulting in the killings and abductions. A three-day conference under the theme Together for Peace, Reconciliation and Peaceful Coexistence was being hosted by the Presidency to address the security situation in Jongli State and the Greater People Administrative Area. The UN Agency for Refugees has strongly condemned what it calls European state systematic efforts to prevent migrants from seeking asylum. The UNHCR says the movement of people is a fundamental human right that it seems to set has been. The UN's refugee agency says the right to seek asylum is under attack. It expressed alarm over a continuous stream of reports that pushbacks were now being carried out in a violent In any Sarkanis, migrants rounded up. The UNHCR called on states to investigate and halt these practices. The UN's call is echoed by many human rights groups at a time when the pandemic is hardening attitudes towards migration across Europe. U.S. President Joe Biden has signed a series of executive orders designed to address climate change. The aim is to make climate central to U.S. foreign and national security policy. Biden says the U.S. must lead the global response to the challenge. His new climate envoy John Kerry says that the U.N. Climate Change Summit in Glasgow later this year will be crucial. It is the last best chance the world has to come together in order to do the things we need to do to avoid the worst consequences of the climate crisis. Three years ago, we were told we have 12 years to avoid those consequences. Three of those years were lost because we had Donald Trump who didn't believe in any of it. And now we have nine years left to try to do what science is telling us we need to do. And that's the news headlines at 7.30 Central African time. Platinum SABC News, independent and impartial. From an African perspective. Follow Channel Africa on the social media platform. On Facebook, Channel Africa 1. On Twitter, at Channel Africa 1. www.channelafrica.co.za The South African National Editors Forum, SANEF, is calling for an investigation into claims that the state security agency was used as a vehicle to find positive news stories about government for certain media outlets. On Monday, the State Capture Commission of Inquiry heard evidence from Dr. Sidney Bufanadi who claimed that Newswire African News Agency was paid around 20 million rand in the 2015-2016 financial year for services rendered. These allegations have since been refuted by Anna, CEO of Asanta Angamutu. Abogin, 
Daar is een voertuig van die pad af en die kost in dat kaart op die oostwaarts na Blei Ethel. En verder in Gauteng was daar een botsing geweest die oprit bij die 12, bij die Galulies besselaar. Hy is nou tussen schoongemaak soos door, daarom door skoon te raak en vinniger te gaan as jy daar voorbij Galulies of door Galulies te gaan. Kiet en botsing van Kaapstad op die 1, 2, 3 plaats na die 1800 Europaans gesterk, wees versichtig. As jy weet van die gaat uit, is die SMS aanstuur na 458 it's this shocking testimony by former chair of the high level review panel into state security agency Dr. En in de Kaapstad wordt vandaag 25 George 24. Die Elizabeth met een licht in veranderlijke wind, maar matig zijn kus gedurende die naamrug. 25 in Port Elizabeth, 22 in West-London, waar het bevolk gaan wees met enkele baie en reel. En daar, daar is matig zijn wees, maar zijn oos in die naamrug. Ons in dat tal is bevolk met wijd verspreide baie. Die wind aan die kus matig tot namelijk sterk zuid tot zijn kwees. 24 in Verdamond, General Atta Fraser, among others, it has been alleged that SSA provided funding for the establishment of a central broadcasting media company Extra 
Miss K is an employee of the state security agency and replaced Ms. Bart and the 48 members of, according to Mr. Wise's affidavit, were recruited as part of the SSA's special and were involved in projects to from a and to watch the presidential plane while it was parked, amongst others. The toxicology unit, comprising two toxicologists and two lab technicians, cost the SSA approximately 1.8 million a month, according to Ms. K. She blames the leadership for the systematic ills at the SSA in the last decade. What is the situation in South Africa? How many COVID-19 cases are Ms. K confirms that some of the non-SSA members were later integrated into the agency's special operations unit when Loma was formally appointed. Thank you, Mr. K. 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 Thank you, Mr. K.
When I think back to my childhood, geographically, it reminds me of a time where I was black and only black and only struggling, but at the same time, always reaching for something more, something bigger in a South Africa that was hostile. Hello, Africa. This is 1000 African Voices, and I'm your host, Aburengui. Join me on Channel Africa every Thursday morning between 8 and 9, and on Saturday and Sunday morning between 9 and 10. Rise, Africa, rise. In the start of the peak of the world, from an African perspective, it's 716 Central African time, and you're listening to Africa Rise and Shine. We're coming to you live from Johannesburg in South Africa. Zimbabwe's Vice President Konstantino Chiwenga on Wednesday officiated the historic triple burial of three senior officials who succumbed to COVID 19 last week. Foreign Affairs and International Trade Minister Sibusiso Moyo, Transport Minister Joel Bigi Matiza, and former Prisons Chief Paradzai Zimondi were laid to rest at the National Heroes Acre in the capital, Harare. The three were veterans of the liberation struggle who fought for Zimbabwe's independence against British colonial rule. Simon Wichema reports from Harare. Zimbabwe on Wednesday for the first time since independence held the triple burial of the war liberation heroes who died recently of COVID-19. The three include Foreign Affairs Minister Sibusiso Moyo, who was known as the Queen Mouthpiece, Joe Matiza, Minister of Transport, and former President's Commissioner Paradise Zimondi. When is the event comes a few days after yet another double barrier of top government officials and war liberation fighters who also succumbed to COVID-19? The death of these top politicians was a climax in the country as that led to President Emerson Mangagwa cutting is 30 day leave. Mission, assuring citizens of the rolling out of the national vaccination program soon. However, the acting president Constantino Chiwenga bemoaned the loss of lives owing to the pandemic. We are witnessing a triple heroes burial ceremony following the death of the people of the country. We are witnessing a triple heroes burial the Britse variant. Wat veroorzaakt die variante? So like a little spontaneous Zimbabwe doctors were assassin doctors 
Behandeling van COVID-19 gevallen zal toelaten. Nou, de reguleringsoverheid zei dat het toegankelijkheidsprogramma daarvoor faciliteert. Die gebruik van die medicijnen en die behandeling van parasieten verdienen is wel beter in Zuid-Afrika. En de reguleringsoverheid heeft ook aangekondigd dat die AstraZeneca één stof voor COVID-19 en in het geval dat hij goed gekeerd is. Niet zo van de merwe, doen de slag. Die raad zei hij zal in de volgende paar dagen rugleiden aan de Ivermectin is niet goed gekeerd voor menselijke gebruik in Zuid-Afrika niet, maar verskye medici het in beroep gedoemd dat het gebruik kan worden in behandeling van COVID-19. Die bestuurshoofd van Sapra, Dr. Boitumelu, Semete, Mako Kotela, is van mening dat daar steeds gebrek aan wetenskapelike bewijzen is voor die gebruik van Ivermectin. Maar, sê die regeleerders, toets die veiligheid daarvan. The day that it will end. Fellow countrymen and women, this is the stage that claimed the lives of our gallant comrades, Honorable Lieutenant General Retired Dr. Busiso Busi Moyo, Honorable Dr. Architect Joel Bigmatiza, and former Commissioner General Major General Retired Willis. De voorzitter van SAPRA, professor Helen Rees, sê meer inlichting is nodig om vast te stel of die gebruik van ivermectin aan die standaarde vir menselike gebruik voldoen. Volgens haar is die internationale wetenskapelike gemeenskap besorg oor die gebruik van ivermectin initiative on epidemics. The product UBV-01N is the first Ugandan natural chemotherapeutic medicine to go through an international level of the clinical trial process. Michael Baleke reports from Kampala. Uganda's Ministry of Health says the herbal medicine has been proved safe and the study will now test its efficacy against COVID-19. Dr. Bruce Chirenga, the head of the Lung Institute of Macquarie University, says the clinical trial is expected to analyze the locally produced remedies made with natural properties. The first question is, Dr. Smete, Makobotlela, said 
die mening van die rechtspan oor die hof aansoek sal bekend maak. The study will enroll 128 adult male and female participants with a positive COVID-19 test between the age of 18 and 70. Uganda's President Chiori Museveni says the launch of the clinical trial is a big milestone for the natural chemotherapy industry and a giant step for Ugandan scientists. Suid-Afrika verwacht die eerste besending en stoppe aan die einde van die maand van die serum en Health Minister Zulim Kizer says he's well aware that the nation has been clear in anticipating the arrival of the batch of vaccines and that the wait is normal. The fact carrying the first one million doses will leave India on Sunday and fly via Dubai. It will land at our Tamil Kinsel Airport on Monday, the 1st of February. However, Health Minister Zulim Kizer says it could take up to two weeks for the coronavirus vaccines to be distributed after their arrival in South Africa. After the arrival of the vaccine, they will undergo some technical processes of quarantine, which is specified in the law, and that getting the first batch in less than a year since the first recorded case is a massive achievement. The vaccines that will arrive on Monday with the AstraZeneca vaccine, which is called COVID shield. COVID vaccine ministerial advisory committee chairperson, Professor Perry Schaub explains. There are really six vaccines which are in common use today. From the 290 
Remember, but the virus itself, the genetic code of the so virus, is actually an RNA strand, a single RNA strand. Yes, the Last May, I asked constituencies at Netlet to discuss youth employment incentives. I'm pleased that discussion has been concluded and that agreement has been reached on key principles. We are on an ambitious drive to industrialize, to attract investment, and to create more jobs for the youth of our country. They don't have jobs. The challenges were experienced in the, the level of education which I have. It's 7.30 Central African time and our headlines are next with a man was so good morning in the headline. South Africa's first batch of COVID-19 vaccines is to arrive in the country on Monday. The Constitutional Court on this morning handed out judgment in an application to compel former South African President Jacob Zuma to appear before the Commission of Inquiry into State Capture. And leaders of the Mule ethnic group in South Sudan have demanded that two neighboring communities, the Dinkabur and the Nudnur, urgently release nearly 1,000 women and children they accused of abducting 
recently. Here, Those other stories making headlines. In, you would, I think that he means that independent and Thank you. And the South African this Health that, Products Council has announced that it will allow the use of ivermectin in controlled, compassionate circumstances to treat COVID-19. Sufferer says it will facilitate an access program for the drug known to be used in the treatment of parasites in animals. Sufferer also announced its approval of a COVID-19 vaccine produced by AstraZeneca for emergency use. Maluti South Africa the Americanse regering beplan om meer druk op China te plaatsen om de koolstofvrijstellingen te vermijden. One of the survey researchers, Professor Karen Brunschemann, says the main reason for vaccine hesitancy is the lack of information. Your physical world drops in your in the stadium in KwaZulu-Natal staan daar een voertuig op de N3 Westwaard, net voor Dr. Chota Matala weg. Die linkerbaan daar is versperd geweest, maar voorzichtig is die nabij voorbij rijden. Daardoor was daar een groot ongeluk geweest op die N3 op pad naar Johannesburg Noord. Nabij Montreux, na Van Renen, twee vrachtmotors wat daarbij betrokken was in die herwinningsoperatie is nu in die gang daar uh, geweest. Die toneel is opgemaakt en tussen die verkeerde kant voorbij beweeg. En je behoor daar voorbij te kan kom. voorzichtig is die daarbij Montreux rijden. Dr. 
een januari 2020 die huisgerechtseer gekry, daar was probleme om een vertraging waar die inkomstedienst aan betreft en dies meer en ons wacht nog steeds dat het afgehandel moet word, dat weet al met die naandering van ons vraag vir ochend, waar ook jy een levensleider het, al jou boedel en tersaaklike inlichting, so die familie nie op rond daar toe, want die COVID-19 vaksien gevoed by AstraZeneca vir emergency use. Professor Ries sê, Sapra is currently reviewing applications by rival manufacturers Johnson Johnson and Pfizer. Ries says, Health Minister William Kiese will provide more details on this at a later stage. South Africa is awaiting the first batch of vaccines which is supposed to be delivered from the Serum Institute in India by the end of the month. I am Maluti, saying in Pretoria. There's been much debate and activity around the efficacy, procurement, cost and rollout strategy for COVID-19 vaccines in South Africa. An online survey has recently been conducted by the University of Johannesburg and the Human Sciences Research Council, touted as the largest and most comprehensive survey on people's willingness to take a COVID-19 vaccine. It found that one-third of South Africa's population says that they'll most likely not take the COVID-19 when it is ruled out as an early pointer to the government of the challenges they face in convincing people to take the vaccine, the first batch of which, according to the health ministry, should arrive on our shores in the next few days. South Africa is expecting 1.5 billion doses of AstraZeneca's coronavirus vaccine from the Serum Institute of India this week. According to the health ministry, health workers will be given priority. However, when the rollout to the rest of the population begins, vaccine hesitancy will present a challenge. A recent study by the University of Johannesburg and the Human Sciences Research Council shows that 67% of those surveyed said they would probably take a vaccine, but it's the rest, 18%, that said they would definitely not take it, and 15% were unsure if they would agree to taking the vaccine that has worried some. One of the survey researchers, Professor Karen Runcheman, says the main reason for vaccine hesitancy is the lack of information. Professor Ronschman says those with higher levels of education are more critical of government and that shaped their take on the COVID vaccine. Die wortel van die kwaad is die farmaceutische maatschappij se besluit om voorkeur aan die verenigde koninkryk te gee met die uitdaging van die instap. 
omdat die Britse dode taaltans die hoogste in Europa is. Maar die president van die Europese Commissie, Ursula von der Leyen, sê het is nie rechtvaardig nie. Europe invested billions to help develop the world's first COVID-19 vaccines, to create a truly global political discontentment plays a role in the decision that people are making in relation to the pandemic. These South Africans say without more information about the efficacy or safety of the vaccine, they'll not be taking it. I myself will not be taking the COVID-19 vaccine. I don't believe there's sufficient information or peer reviews regarding the quality of the vaccine. I, for one, being young, think that I will be able to fight off the virus if I am infected. I feel I'm not educated enough. In saying that, I feel we also haven't had enough transparent education about this You know, what are the side effects? What does it entail? How many doses would you need? And at this moment, I'm just in time not Findings also reveal that men are marginally more inclined than women to take a COVID-19 vaccine. People over the age of 55 are also more likely to take the vaccine than younger categories. Some people indicated that they're not at risk of contracting the virus, and if they did, they are strong enough to fight the infection. Health Minister Dr. Zwerin Kieser is on record that no citizen will be forced to take the vaccine. IATA says the short-term outlook points to a darker period for the travel industry amidst increased travel restrictions being implemented by governments around the world. IATA says the travel pass mobile application can be integrated into airlines' digital platforms to allow for sharing of information between the airline and the passenger. Senior Vice President at IATA, Nick Kareen, says re-establishing global connectivity is Easily and securely manage the travel. The line of government requirements 
Kerin says more pilot tests will be done with British Airways, Emirates, Qatar Airline and Singapore Airline, among others, before the travel pass goes live in March. Uh, the first release in March uh, will be available on the App Store and the Play I had to CEO Alexandria Dijiniak says there's an urgent need for a global standard for a smart vaccine certificate to get the full advantage of the travel pass. Uh, there's no guarantee that every company will adopt the standard right away. So we need to be flexible. That's unfortunate. We would love it to be the other way. We need to be patient. We need to be flexible. We need to push the what we want to achieve is a healthy and vibrant economy which can ensure full employment to our people. Government concurs with the views of the Black Economic Empowerment Council report that it is now necessary to make our policies on Black Economic Empowerment more explicit. Last May, I asked constituencies at NetLab to discuss youth employment incentives. I'm pleased that discussions have been concluded and that agreement has been reached on key principles. We on an ambitious drive to industrialize, to attract investment, and to create more jobs for the youth of our country. They don't have jobs. And try looking for jobs for a year and a half now. The challenges of parents and the, the level of education which I have. Channel Africa. Bringing you the latest news on the novel coronavirus disease COVID-19. For Channel Africa, I'm Simon Muchemwa in Harare, Zimbabwe. Make sure you and people around you follow good respiratory hygiene. This means covering your mouth and nose with your when you cough and sneeze, then dispose the used tissue immediately. It's 7.45 Central African time and our economic update up next week. Time is only uh, we need to start to work and to say, hey, I think you need to the testament, where is the eventuality that And that can you further go on to say, I have contract with Good morning. The International Travel Air Association says it has developed travel passes to manage the risk of COVID-19 infections. The travel pass will ensure access to travelers of COVID-19 testing information and vaccine results. It will move existing paper-based 
is the processes around the testing and vaccination to digital platforms, which can be accessed on mobile devices. IATES says that the short-term outlook points to a dark period for the travel industry as governments around the world implement increased travel restrictions. After privatization of the mines, by Bridgetown Council is hamstrung as it is receiving 50% of the revenue it normally gets in a month of the government ordered the closure of bottle stores as part of measures to contain the spread of the COVID-19 pandemic. Bite Bridge Border Town Flag Loud said that this had affected the border town's capacity to generate revenue from beer sales. Amahapula said Bite Bridge Town's cash cow was fees from motorists, but this has also been affected because the COVID-19 induced lockdown cut down intercity and country-to-country travel. Tech giant Apple has hit another sales record. It has recorded revenue of more than $110 billion in the last quarter of 2020. The gains come as coronavirus measures around the world confine consumers to their homes. The US dollar is trading at 379.72 Nigerian Mara, 1087 shilling and 21.36 Zambian Kwacha. In BRICS currencies, will start in Brazil. One US dollar there is trading at 5 rule 37. Russia, 75 rubles 41. India, 72 rupees 94. In China, dollars trading hands at 6 yuan 47. And in South Africa, it's a trading at 15 rand 15. Our sports updates have next with Figa Lelimati. Here in South Africa, we've got good regulations in place, and those were put there in consultation with some of the top researchers at the time when the industry started in the late 1990s. So it's not a bad industry, but obviously there's pressure to grow 
industry in and our sports updates our we begin with football news well football governing body so fifa has approved football sure association of zambia first president andrew kamanga's candidature for the fifa council position fifa has since notified kamanga of his eligibility after having passed the integrity test our zambian correspondent and also look at the economics of the industry how much is it bringing into the country but most importantly how much is it bringing into small towns don't have a lot of other is not the only example is very heavily dependent on tourism to come here because of these two positions that are so what is the value of that to the local economy and people living here the result from that are Nigeria Gambia and it should be noted here that only two candidates sustainability is a difficult word it's a difficult term because it's never a place you reach. The Indian and South African Swimming Federations recently state. signed a milestone partnership so agreement to further jointly develop swimming and water polo in the countries. The agreement will see South African and Indian teams participate sure in competitions against each other. In, in addition, a key part going. of the agreement will see the Indian so team participate in joint training camps in South Africa with the South African the national team. And the, the president of Swimming South Africa, Alan Fritz, explains. Penry said that the focus is to help in the tourism sector and to help people on the foot with the deer. I have a PhD student. She's been doing the bulk of the work on looking at the impacts and the behavioral responses of animals. So one of the things that sparked me to start this project was we have such a wide variety of whales and dolphins. So people think of a whale and they just think a the whale is a whale. But we've got three species that regularly occur along our coastline. And they all have very different behaviors. Asked they have about COVID-19 disruptions in their partnership cycles. with India Swimming Federation, Fred remains optimistic that the rollout of vaccine in the country will address various concerns caused the by the pandemic. So there's sort of a blanket regulation which is applied across all the different species. So one of the main things that we want to get out of this work is to look at do the boats need to approach the southern right whale in a different way to how they approach a humpback whale. Or for our dolphin species that are resident, humpback dolphins are endangered. There's several hundred left along the coastline. But do they need to be approached in a different way to possible very much species-specific based on their biology and their behavior. And the other main thing is to also encourage tourists and to make tourists aware of the permit regulations and why they're in place so that they don't put pressure on the operation to get close or drive too fast. The Italian Tennis Federation has confirmed that former world number one in Mare will compete in a challenger tournament in Vienna next month following his Italian Open Three-time Grand Slam winner Mare was forced to pull out of the first major of 2021 in Melbourne after he was unable to find what he called a workable quarantine following a positive COVID-19 test on the 14th of January.
The indoor tournament in Villa, which begins on the 15th of February and has 159,000 US dollars of prize money, will mark the 33-year-old's first appearance at the Challenger event since competing in Mallorca in August 2019. Murray now ranked 123rd in the world after battling his way back from two hip operations, which faced the likes of world number 54, Alejandro Davidovic, and number 74, Lucas Poulet. The uitvoerende directeur van 4SA, Michael Swain, wil ook weet dat godsdienstwaardes erkende worden als noodzakelijke waarden, wat een noodzakelijke dienst levert. Freedom of religion inspired papers in the Johannesburg High Court to ask governments current and indefinite ban on faith-based gatherings be lifted. Africa, rise and shine. Because we do not believe that governments are similar to Africa, casinos, healthcare, cinemas, restaurants, the gathering of up to 50 people indoors and 100 outdoors are currently permitted, is in any way different from a religious gathering. Head wraps up Africa Rise and Shine today. For myself, Lulu Kabu, producer Pumuzo Ramagadza, technical producer Murray Edwards, and the rest of the team, thank you these for joining us. For comments for about our show, send us an email at info.channelafrica.co.za faith-based gatherings to immediately continue uh, while the government is providing the information upon which it may have based its moratorium on such gatherings, and that these faith-based gatherings are then permitted to take place on terms no less favorable than those applicable to other civil gatherings, obviously subject to applicable health and sanitation protocols and social distance. We believe that religious leaders who do not appear from providing the relief company support to their congregations and even to society in whole uh, during this time should be allowed to make decisions on whether or not to open their venues to faith-based gatherings and equally whether those congregants should also be allowed and believe to make their own decisions as to whether or not they attend. But we cannot understand if a restaurant to make this type of decision, why not a pastor, an imam, a rabbi, or a priest? In a nutshell, Fuerte believes that in putting this indefinite ban on faith-based gatherings in place, the government has unfairly discriminated against religious gatherings. And we, again, without knowing the data from which government is based on decisions, find it very difficult to understand why someone sitting next to each other at a faith-based gathering in a pew poses a greater risk of spreading fiction than those who are playing soccer shoes side by side in a casino. That was Michael Swain, the Turin Director from Freedom of Religion, South Africa. Vincent Mufuke, S.I. Garnish. Christian Mufuke. We're going to go to the Middle Stadium in Kalten, which is where the Vlutech is in 12 oostwaarts by die Redding en Wisselaar die linkerbaan is versperd. In die Kwasina Vlutech staan die Vlutech op die 10 3 oostwaarts na die Vlutech van die Vlutech van die Vlutech daar is toe. En dan is hier die interessante situasie op die 10 3 Noord, die pak na Johannesburg, na by die Bokong van Vlutech.
Als er dacht met de Berlinkenbaan versprek, in die verkeerde weerstaar op dat leidig te neem, so is men versichtig, by die Bultonwinkel, waar ook al dit is, op die Indien Noord-Ewers, op pad na Johannesburg. Bultong Ons goed van monitor tot morgen op ons 6 Agus Koester Pijn. En ek is Suzanne Taxton.